Hello and welcome back to the Pop Striker podcast. I was so hoping you were just going to do our intro and then I was going to make like a joke saying that's just like, yeah, he doing it. I'm too tired. Hello and welcome to the Kaiju and Comics podcast. I am your Kaiju commander, Tanner Bays, and to the left of me is my wonderful co-host, the illustrious... Cap Zach Young. Yay! Uh, future Zach, play that yay sound effect. Yay! Yay sound effect. You're not hearing anything. The only thing more tired than me in the studio at <laughs> or too early in the morning is me at the editing desk too late at night, so... Oh. It's either it's either Tanner's intro or it's my tired-ass intro, and I honestly, I don't feel like doing the tired-ass intro. I got you. That's why I'm here. But he's right. This is the Kaiju and Comics podcast where we talk about anything else. We're rolling right into news because I decided we're going to do that today. Uh, Zach had to wake up before 10 o'clock, so he's sleep deprived. I also couldn't fall asleep until like 5 a.m. I tried to fix the problem. You wouldn't, you wouldn't take them. You did. You tried to fix the problem at like midnight. It, which would have been literally fine. Which is also before I realized it would be a problem. <laughs> I told her like three or four times, like, I'll give you the big couch. I'll sleep on the floor. I was like, I'm out. I sleep. Yeah. Once I moved to the floor, it was fine. I spent way too long trying to make that small couch work, I think. Couldn't be me, but it's cool. Uh, Should I bother hitting you with one of the headlines, or do you want to talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus first? Eh. Hit me with the headline. Oh, I'm surprised. Sorry about that weird audio quality shift, but it's fine. We're back. I promise. Uh, so after it, after the shows had been having trouble with COVID, there was no big CW crossover this year. That, and due to the fact that Christ's Infinite Arts, the really big one, happened. Uh, we know that the next season of the CW Flash show is going to start with a five-part full crossover event titled Armageddon. I don't know if I want to watch this, but I kind of do because like Brandon Routh is coming back as the Atom, which is really cool. Like a lot of my favorite characters that stopped being characters in the Arrowverse are coming back. Like Black Lightning is making his return after his series ended. Like a lot of cool, like I might tune in for these five episodes and then that's it. Because the five episodes are probably overall still going to be bad, but I don't know. Maybe we'll have some fun. We have reports saying that Marvel Studios is working on a Halloween special. I'm excited. Yeah, that has a good amount of potential. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Odds on them giving us a brand new character. I think if we get a brand new character, it won't be like a brand new character worth remembering. Like, I think if, I think it, like, our protagonist could be a brand new character, but it'll be, like, someone having to deal with the weirdness of the situation. Reports, the guess going around is that it will be an adaption of the Werewolf by Night story. Hot take of the day. Oh, no. We're gonna see Ghost Rider. That'd be cool. That's my hot take. (laughs) That'd be cool. Right. Uh, you were telling me this last night, Marvel Future Revolution 
has uh, launched. Yes, it has a full re- release around. I think it's over. It's I think it's two hundred fifty some countries. Maybe it's one hundred fifty some countries. I'm not hundred percent on the number. Probably one hundred and fifty some countries. Yeah. So it's fully released. Uh, everything's out. You can download it basically from anywhere if you live in those one hundred fifty some countries. And uh, it's good. It's really good. There, uh, the first character we're gonna get added is Magic. I don't know if that has anything to do with her being in the thing. The other thing that we're gonna talk about later. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I'm excited. It's good. They've already added more costumes from the full release. The game is fun. You should play it. Yeah. It's better than Marvel's Avengers. One of them has held my attention longer than the other, but I also don't think I've given one of them a fair shake, so I'm just not gonna. <laughs> we have some information about Wakanda Forever. Firstly, Latita Wright has suffered an injury on set. This is the actress that plays Shuri. Okay. Uh, we wish her a safe recovery. <laughs> and we have four leaked set photos. Okay. Two of them show... I'm reading the headlines right off my phone, if you're wondering why I'm not looking right at the camera. I did not memorize any of this. One of them, two of them is of Martin Freeman, who plays Agent Everett Ross. It just shows him in a suit and a beard. Okay. It's just, just looking like he's up to some official business. We love, we love him. Also, yeah. I didn't realize who he was, but yeah. Yeah. He said, I asked, who does he play again? He's like... The only other white guy who's not Claw in the first Black Panther. I was like, oh, him? Yeah, the one that gets shot. He does get shot. He I remember taken that. taken to Wakanda. Now. He's like the first outsider that gets taken into Wakanda's borders in like however long. And then the other ones show Dominique Thorne, who is playing Riri Williams. We, of course, know that Riri is making her debut yeah. in this movie. I uh, don't know why she's there. Yep, uh, no idea. I hope it's good. I assume it's going to be at least, like, the lower end of good. Yeah, hopefully. Like, it's been... Marvel has only, like, actually let me down once or twice. Every other time I've been at least just kind of, like, that satisfied my need for a superhero uh, movie. They they let me down a lot. <laughs> I'm not a Hulk fan, so it's fine. Oh, I'm also an Ant-Man fan, so... That was one of the times... <laughs> It's a, it's a rough, it's a rough time over here. Uh, Is that episode ever released of me talking about Arceus? Uh, not at length. There's yeah. definitely stuff out of you talking about it before because we talked about it when the release date was revealed. Yeah. So, my my old stance on this was that I thought this movie, this movie, this game was gonna bomb and it wasn't gonna be good. And then we got the gameplay trailer and just directly the trailer. And I, I'm going to have to step back on everything I said because it looked empty. And the first time we saw it, it looked empty. Now it doesn't. I can see more things. There's a lot of cute, cool things we're getting. Like, there's actual effort put into this game. We're getting forms, at extra evolutions. It seems like they actually care. I thought this was just going to be, I'm going to put out an open world Pokemon game just to put out an open world Pokemon game. They're not doing that. They're actually, it seems like there's actual effort. Yeah. I like that you actually work for Team Galactic. That's really cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't watch this trailer. It, it, you're finishing the Pokedex, the whatever the regions. I think it's Sinnoh, the Sinnoh Pokedex. Yeah. And it's not called Sinnoh yet. It's a different region yeah. name. 
But basically, you, it's the Team Galactic symbol, but it's not called Team Galactic yet. That's... It's like the Galactic, Galactic Patrol Force or something. It's something similar enough that you can put it up. And then the Cyrus from that universe is gender swapped. So it's a female, and, and her name like alludes to Cyrus. It's like close. But it looks really good, actually. I'll probably end up not, well, I'll probably end up picking it up. Because they, and then the the way they fight is different. It's more of a RPG type of thing instead of Pokemon. You can have a Pokemon go like twice in a row, depending on like the speed stat and everything. Yeah, I was seeing, I, some of that Final stuff Fantasy-ish I saw. reminds me of. Yeah. Some of that stuff I had saw. Because some, because... I normally, whenever, like, these Nintendo Directs or these Pokemon Presents or whatever, I normally don't watch them. I've done it once, and that was a bad day, so I don't never do it again. <laughs> it was the Byleth reveal, if you're wondering. Uh, so normally I just go on Reddit after they happen, and I read what other people are thinking. And sometimes it doesn't give you the full scope of things, but it's good enough for me, at least. But that's, that's it for Pokemon Arceus. Yeah, well, to, we're going to move on to another game announced. Now, I know my voice sounds flat. I am tired. It's okay. I am really excited for this announcement. Yes. I, I have too. watched this trailer so many times. I've, I've seen it once. It's a good trailer. I love it's a good fun. trailer. Okay. <laughs> but Take-Two Interactive, otherwise known as 2K Games, has announced Midnight Suns. Yay! A ta- Marvel Tactical RPG. Yay! I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah. Big XCOM fan, so I'm sure this will be good. Yep, and it feel like they're taking the thing to heart that you said a few episodes ago. Okay, so you want to remind me what I said? Because I do be saying a lot. It's where you said uh, that... Uh, oh, stop using all the yeah, MCU not all the MCU things. Some, yeah. yeah. And, of course, we do have, like, Captain America, Iron Man, Captain Marvel in this game. But we also have Blade, Ghost Rider, Magic... Nico, like this, uh, and three characters that have yet to be revealed. And Sister Grimm, can't don't forget about Sister Grimm now. I I didn't. Oh, is her name Nico? I think so. I don't know I'm who Sister. Rather, I'm just tired of us using their actual names. Just give me the name of the superhero, please. I don't know who Sister Grimm is. Oh, that's disrespectful. I guess I do. The purple stuff in the trailer. Yes, that's Nico. Okay, then yeah. That's yeah, well, she's she's a was a member of the Runaways. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, it's just how you know names by. Kate's killed her in, like, his first comic that he wrote for, wrote for Marvel. Anyway. <laughs> Kate's is having a laugh on Twitter. When uh, it was revealed and everyone kicked off about it, he was just like, ah, now you guys want the Midnight Suns. <laughs> but I'm extremely excited. A lot of... Midnight Suns as a brand never gets attention. Yeah. It just doesn't. Which is weird... When their competitor, DC, is always doing, like, some Justice League dark stuff. Yeah. But if you can't figure out how to write or publish something, you can't figure out how to write or publish something. I I almost respect them not trying than them putting out a bunch of shit. And then, uh, what did you say, there's three more characters yet to be revealed? Do we want to do a little speculation? Yeah, we can. I'm down. Yeah, there's three more. We know that we're getting a total of 12 characters in addition to the Hunter, who is a... Customizable. Customizable. OC, I yep. Guess. Created for this game by both. Uh, Fire Access. Is it Fire Access? Fire Access. By them and Marvel. They worked closely yeah. with Marvel to create this, much like a lot of the 
a couple of the big Marvel games that we're getting out, Marvel having approached these developers and having asked them. I love the interview stories that we're getting from the lead developer of Midnight Suns. He's been... What an absolute legend. He just straight up said it's like Marvel came to us and then the head of Marvel Games giving him legitimate feedback on XCOM. (laughs) On like the final level of XCOM. Love that. That's why I think that's why I also like just have this excitement for it is to where like the Marvel games team went to a team that made a game that they really like and said, pick a corner of the Marvel universe to make a game like this in. And then the lead developer, who's just a fan of like 90s Ghost Rider comics, <laughs> said, what if we did something from like the Midnight Suns? <laughs> so now we're getting a Midnight Suns game. Interesting note before we do the character thing, because I do want to do the character thing. Interesting note before it, the spelling of Midnight Suns has changed. Originally, it's S-O-N-S. Here, it's S-U-N-S. I assume because they're not all guys, which, that's fine. I Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of females already. Yeah. There's the, the hunter looks like a female so far. I don't know if they'll be able to change her So, in, in all the interviews, the lead developer refers to the hunter with they, them. So, oh, yeah. I assume... Well, but I assume gender just doesn't matter, which is, you know, that's how I like it to be, but. I don't like female hair. No, I'm fine. <laughs> we know you don't like female hair. Look, look here, I, she looked cool enough in the trailer. Yeah, the, the child of Lilith. Yeah. Which, madness. I love that trailer so much. It is a good, it is a good ass trailer. Uh, a good cover of Enter Sandman on it. Facts. The cover isn't even out yet, all right? So. But yeah, we have three more characters left to be yeah. revealed. We're going to we gonna do some speculation. Yeah, I think we have a, a an agreement on one at least. Yeah. And it's... it's I think Man-Thing's going to be in the game. So, like, we talked last night about yeah. this, and we kind of decided on three characters that we think should. Yes. But I do have other characters that I'll bring up yeah. as well. We we ended up agreeing on Man Thing, Brother Voodoo, and Moon Knight. Yes, I think Mo- the only one of the I'm very sure that Moon Knight's gonna end up in. It's just sit like I can just feel it. Like I know because of how these games work that the show coming out next year really shouldn't affect it. But like, it is Moon Knight. I'm I'm more convinced on Man Thing than the other two. Because I think if you look at their roster right now, we lack a very big boy. And I think Man-Thing just fits there. I think when you're dealing with, like, Midnight Suns type of stuff, any of them could be a big boy without being a big boy. But like they can. they can, though. They can't. You need that one thickum. You need a thick old boy. You can just sit there and just thick it up. Mm. And that is man thing. I was scrolling through the rosters while I couldn't sleep last night. And I was thinking, like, there's a possibility that Iron Fist might end up in this game. Yeah. Like, there's a few, anything from, like, the newer rosters of Midnight Suns could end up here. Or even someone not in the Midnight Suns. We might just get Wong because they decide they want to put Wong in. I was thinking about Wong. Wong would be cool. I like Wong. Yeah. You know what I actually would really want, and it has nothing to do with the film? Shang-Chi would be sick. Yeah. I would take Shang-Chi. Or Shang-Chi. 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 Shang-
Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Which, by the time this releases, has released in theaters. Yep. And go. we will be covering it on the next pod? Yes, go see it. Please. Yes, please. I'm sure it's very good. I don't want any more tests. Experiments. Yeah. Couldn't be me. Yeah, I'm extreme, but I'm extremely excited for Midnight Suns, even if it doesn't look it. When I first saw the trailer, I didn't know it was a tactical RPG, and I was... I initially had, like, this extreme hype level because I've been just kind of wanting a Doctor Strange-type game. So then I saw it was a tactical RPG, and then my excitement diminished a little. Then I realized it was a tactical RPG. Like, you know how, like, you read something and, like, your expectations get, get like, smothered and then you realize what you read? And I was just like, actually, I love that. Yeah. Because not only is this a property in the Marvel Universe that doesn't get a lot of love... It's a game type that I don't think Marvel's attempted in a very long time, if ever. Like, when was the last time we got, like, a Marvel tactical RPG? And that's just I'm, assuming uh, we have. I'm trying to remember. I think... Are one of the X-Men games on the GameCube like that? I have no idea. I didn't play any of the X-Men games on the GameCube. Because I can't remember if those are the predecessors to Ultimate Alliance or if they're on their own thing. Because they might work like Ultimate Alliance does, which is obviously not a tactical RPG. Yeah. I think the clo- I think the closest thing they have to a tactical RPG is like Squad Strike. Yeah. So this is my point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I saw a comment on Reddit that summed it up pretty well, when someone was just like, "Was kind of hoping this would be like an action adventure," and they just said, "Like, go play literally any other Marvel console game out." Yeah. And fair. I think it's a cool way to expand what's going on especially that the marvel games team that's what they wanted they wanted a game like xcom in this roster which what we're starting to see happen now is back when back when the first spider-man ps4 game came out the insomniac team talked about the process that marvel games came to them because of their game sunset overdrive came to them and just told them pick a character we want you to make a solo game about a marvel character pick a character they chose spider-man because you know yeah and then we would hear from Marvel it. games later basically saying, this is how we're approaching video games now. No, we're, we're not basing them off of movies or the TV shows or things happening. We're just, we're going to focus on partnering with good development teams and making good games. This doesn't always work, as we've seen. But what we're seeing now is we're seeing that start to take effect with... I wouldn't say that that approach isn't working. I meant like to make good games because I was taking a shot at Avengers again. But <laughs> even though I've enjoyed playing it the past week, I don't know if I call Avengers a bad game. I think it didn't work. I think it could have, it should have gotten delayed. Even if it already, it already got delayed. Once, it did. Right? It should have got delayed again. Yeah. But I don't think it's a bad game. It's no Marvel Future Revolution, a game that comes out and works completely. And almost at 100% efficiency when it comes out, even when it was in beta, when some people played it. Not me, because I played it when it came out in the U.S. Of but, course. you know, maybe sometimes when you make a really good game, it, it works, you know. But we can't all, you know, can't all win. Yeah, but that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the reaps of that now with, because we just had Guardians of the Galaxy announced not that long ago, with it coming out in October. You haven't even... You're so hardcore judging that game before it's even come out. You know why? Because I have to play a Star-Lord, and I just don't care. 
I don't want to play a Star Lord. I've never picked him in anything. I'm excited for it. You know what I say to that? Couldn't be me. What? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Couldn't be me. What? No, I'm. Th- you're cutting me. out for some reason. Why am I cutting out? I don't know. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> it's just right. one sound feed. <laughs> all right, so is that all we have for the Midnight Suns? But yeah, I would, the ending of my point was that we're just now starting to get this rapid announcement of games that are coming out and then them coming out very soon. Yep, can't wait until I get my Cosmic Adventure game and I get my Ultimates. It could happen. It, like, won't, it won't happen. <laughs> but it could. It, I don't so. think it'll be the Ultimates, but like a Cosmic Adventure game yes, could and, happen. and that's when I keep getting more bullshit Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm tired. I'm tired of the Guardians. I get it. We love them. I loved them before. Give me something else. <laughs> There's more in space. <laughs> we have all of space. <laughs> no, there isn't. Just one team in Shut space. Up. <laughs> or just give me a different Guardians team. Give me Moon Dragon or like Mantis. Not Mantis, but um, I'm not remember his name and I look like a fraud. But like he's another bug guy, and like just give me a different group of Guardians of the Galaxy. I desperately want to be able to switch out companions in this game, and I know it's not going to be a thing. I would, uh, now, the, the thing I said a few episodes yeah, ago when it was announced. That would bang. It's just it's such a good idea. That's Give me Guardians of the Galaxy Beta Squad. <laughs> that I, I would play that game. I'm just, honestly, I'm tired of Star-Lord. I, I just don't care about well, him. Gamora is boring. I, I don't care what your opinion is. They're A-listers now, so you're going to have to deal with it. I know, and the, uh, most A-listers are boring. I said it. The Hulk inherently is boring, and I said it. Captain America is boring. Iron Man is the only one who somewhat stays interesting. Same with Thor, but that's only because he was saved by Kate. Yeah, Thor got... Well, no. This... Thor was inherently boring until, like, Unworthy Thor. That was the first time I was ever interested in anything Thor again. Unworthy Thor is... Gore? Yeah, it's when... It's when he doesn't have the hammer because he's unworthy. It's when he first yeah. gets the short haircut. I think Gore is thrown in there with it as one yeah. of the things that happened. That's when Thor kind of started to become interesting again. I'm telling you. I don't like Shakespearean Thor, but we already know this. <laughs> yeah, so moving on. Next thing. Yep, my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, are we talking about wrestling? Always. Yay. I keep I keep changing up what it's gonna be, right? Because I could talk about the future of NXT, but it just makes me sad. Yeah. So we wanna talk about something else. Ding, ding, ding. Uh it's already wrong. <laughs> oh, ding ding ding. <laughs> uh Do you know who do you know of the women superstar oh no, she's a woman you wouldn't know. Okay, first <laughs> off, I can know women. <laughs> you know about the woman superstar Paige. She had that movie made about her. That Fighting With My Family movie. That was about her. She sustained a very bad, I don't remember if it was a spinal cord injury or a neck injury. Something along those lines. She sustained a really bad injury a few years ago in the ring at a live event. And thus had to cease ever being in the ring again. Oh, jeez. She has hinted that her contract is up in 2022. And she has started to throw around speculation that maybe uh, this is a Daniel Bryan situation. That the WWE doctors won't clear her, but other doctors have. Hmm. 
And if that's the case, uh, maybe she could be AEW bounce. There we go. And you know what? I love Britt Baker. I love Nyla Rose. AEW's women's division needs help. So <laughs> it just does. And maybe the shock debut of a superstar like Paige would there give that go. a little shot in the arm. I'm not saying that all of AEW's problems can be fixed with a bit of former WWE talent. But CM Punk hinted at Daniel Bryan on last episode of Dynamite. So uh, most of them can be. <laughs> Ratings? To, to be fair. <laughs> that, that rampage that CM Punk debuted did higher numbers than any episode of Dynamite has. Huh. Like it cleared. I think it cleared Raw that week. Like it just, it did numbers. We love CM. Which is a lot considering the fact that it comes on at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Has he ever revealed what CM stands for? Because I think I know what it means. It stands for... Chocolate milk. (laughs) I said what I said. We know what it stands for, but it doesn't stand for anything. Okay, so it's chocolate milk pump. No, it's... It stands... It stood for Chick Magnet Punk. Because when he first got the name CM Punk, he was with another superstar called CM Venom. And they were part of a team called the Chick Magnets. Uh, this has been so old that he has pretty much said that's not what it means anymore. He said I retconned it. Yeah, I retconned it out of existence. It's uh, like a retroactive canon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now it doesn't stand for anything. A lot of people like to say it stands for Chicago Made, which is, you know, that's nice. I like that. It's nice. I still like Chocolate Milk more. I, I like Cookie Monster Punk personally, but... Somebody get this man his shield. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to talk about sports? Sports! So, very, very big news, Zach. This is genuinely, seriously, this is like monumental news. Yes. So, the transfer window, I believe by the time this goes out, will be closed. Is it not already closed as we speak? No, because I think it uh, it is Monday. It might have closed yesterday. I'm pretty sure it closed yesterday. Yeah. So, right now, the transfer window is closed. We saw the two greatest footballers of all time, I said it, all time, switch clubs. Now, one was Lionel Messi. He tried to redo his contract to Barcelona. They wouldn't let it happen, so he had to leave. He was making so much money, the club was in so much debt, they literally wouldn't allow him to stay. The league, not the club, the league said, you have to go. So he got up, and he left, and he went to Paris Saint-Germain which is the French club, who has a bunch of oil money and can buy whatever they want. We also saw Cristiano Ronaldo leave Juventus. But the big thing was, he was going to go to Man City. For those who don't know, he came from Manchester United, which is a rival club and probably the biggest club in the world. At the last second... Manchester United came in, hijacked the deal, and brought him back. Damn. At the la- the last second. Because everybody was like, there's no way Ronaldo's going to Man City. But it was the only team that came in for him. Because he said, I'm leaving Juventus. He told them, he's like, I'm not coming back. Whoever comes in for me is where I'm going. And Man City was the only team that came in. So he was about to go. And then there's been things that Rio Ferdinand, an ex-player, and Alex Ferguson, the old head coach that he had when he was there, kind of did some things and got him to come back to United instead. But it's monumental news that we saw all... It's probably the greatest transfer window of all time because there was so much that went on, so much that happened, so many big players moving. It's been absolutely nuts. But to see the two greatest 
players of all time switch clubs, and especially to get one in the Premier League, which is the best league in the world. Yes. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm actually going to watch games this year. I'm going to find <laughs> a way. Uh, I think I know of a way. Anyway. It was like, also, if you just... It, it, United is usually on TV. Yeah. If you just... I think uh, I think Paramount Plus streams yes, a lot of does. soccer stuff now. It does. I think they have yeah. a I think they have a partnership with the yeah. Premier League. I just remember seeing it when the when the Euros and stuff were happening. Yes. It was all over my shit whenever I would go on to watch. The Euros were good too. Yeah, it's what it's what you told me. The Euros were really good. That was really really good. Yep. Ceremonial phone flip. <gasps> that's all. That's all the headlines we have. That was all the headlines. Yeah. Damn. So roll into the intro. This week. Oh, that's right, we have that. Yeah, we have Oh, roll that intro. Oh, I was going into content consumption. Oh, you don't want to do that? Do we want to do my thing first? I think that's how we did it. Well, I guess last time we didn't do content consumption. Yeah. I wouldn't do it first. You wanna do know. it first? Yeah. Okay. Are we gonna cut all this or is this gonna be it? Uh I haven't decided yet. Okay. Um So, you just had to peek the mic real fast. Um, of course, always. It is that time of the month. It is This will be coming out. It'll be a new month. Uh, Zach, stop laughing. <laughs> when is this going to come out? Like the 5th, the 6th? Something like that? Uh, what's today? I think the 6th. Yeah. I think the 6th. So I'm not sure, though. It is time to go over the kaiju... Of the month, to the left of me, I have my son, and that is the theme for this month's kaiju. Gross children. Don't be disrespected. We love all our children. It takes a village to raise a child. And that's why they're disgusting. And that's why Godzilla has too many. Oh, God. <laughs> so, this I will be going over the son of Godzilla. Not that one. No, not that one. Okay, yeah, this one. So, for those of you who did not know, Godzilla has had what I know to be two cartoons. He has the one that's about the 1998 film with Zilla. He got his own animated series, which actually, if you, I most people probably haven't seen it, go watch it. It's actually a good show, which I was very shocked when I first started watching it. But yeah, it's actually very good. There's also a Hanna-Barbera Godzilla which I don't know if you knew if that existed. Not like in the forefront of my knowledge. So it only ever had two seasons. It aired September 6th in 1978, and then the last episode was December 6th in 79. Okay. It um Basically, it's Godzilla, but there's this group of humans who they have like this button they press, and it calls Godzilla. And Godzilla's like everybody's... I help everybody, but like he's still Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla has a son in this show, who I will be covering. That oh, would wait, be you said. You said he only has two animated series. I believe so. Yes. What about the greatest one ever that's on Netflix right now? So, like I said, um, this would be the son of Godzilla, which is Godzuki. Yes, 
Godzuki. I don't know who came up with the name. That oh. is not how I thought that was pronounced when you showed it to me. It is. It's Godzuki. That is how that's said. It's actually, the, the opening actually low-key is a little bit fire. Um, but yeah, God's, it ran for two seasons. Nothing from it ever did anything. There's literally an episode I remember. They just go to the labyrinth and they fight a minotaur. <laughs> and it's like, I love like, that, though. Honestly, the show is really ridiculous. Okay, but that's what I want from Godzilla. I want yeah. him to go into the labyrinth and fight the Minotaur. Yeah, like, Hanna-Barbera is really... Yeah. The Hanna-Barbera Godzilla cartoon is actually really, really good. And I just got this yesterday, and it reminded me of him. And that was one of the first things that I remember from my childhood. My dad showed me. was the Godzilla cartoon. We had it on um, DVD. So, yeah, this is... Going to forever be. I've named him. This is my guy. This is my son. Named him Goji. Which is literally just taking Gojira and just taking off the ra. So it's Goji. So yeah, thank you for... He's Goji. He's goaded. <laughs> and thank you for listening to uh, my TED Talk. <laughs> so now, content consumption. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I didn't grab my issues. Not those issues. They're always with me. I was going to say, where would they be? <laughs> They're in my bag. Do, do you want to go go? Yeah, I really should. <laughs> okay. Un momento. We're going to do content consumption. I'm going first. Um, hello. <laughs> so, okay. But actually, so this week I watched a documentary. Yes. I'm going to be very quick because everybody should go watch it because I think it's actually very, very important. Excellent. It looks like Netflix is putting out a series called Untold. Okay. Because I've seen this and then another thing that is not related to this really at all, but it has the same type of like nameplate. Like the same, when you look it up on Netflix, it says Untold and then the name of the event. And it's the same thing. Mine is Untold Malice at the Palace. It's on brand for me because it's basketball. It's also probably the most important event in basketball history that doesn't have anything to do with basketball. The Mouse at the Palace is, um, happened in 2005. It was the Indiana Pacers versus the Detroit Pistons. And there was a fight on the court. One of the Pistons players walks away. He lays on the scorer's table. And then a dude in the crowd throws a beer, uh, a cup, a cup of beer. And it hits the guy in the face. And then he rushes the stands and he goes to beat the hell out of the guy. Basically, this just covers that whole event. It gives us new um, footage that people have never seen before. And it goes over the event. You talk to Jermaine O'Neal, Steven Jackson, and Ron Artest, also Meta World Peace. I don't know what he goes by now. I'm not going to lie. And it goes over, those were the three main guys that happened that were affected by the incident. It's very, very good. It's kind of, I don't want to say it is the sole reason why in like the early 2000s and on that the a lot of uh, black um, athletes got the moniker of being thugs and be more professional. That type of, you know that sentiment yeah. of like... These guys, they're not actually professionals. They're just thug thugs who get paid a bunch of money. Why do they do like that sentiment? Yeah. 
this allowed the media to really shove that in everybody's faces. It was very, very big, and it's very detrimental to a lot of what these players do. But everybody kind of defends the fans. When it happened, everybody kind of defended the fans for what they did, and then nobody really defended the players. And if you go and you watch it, I think you're, you'll see how that's very unfair to the players. It was really bad. I didn't realize it was as bad as it was because I've only ever seen up to a certain point. I've seen Ron Artest go into the crowd and fight the guy. I didn't see everything that happened after that, which is literally the like 90% of the doc. So you should go watch it. Untold, Malice at the Palace. It's very good, very informational, and it's... It's definitely a very good watch. It's like an hour and like, I think, 10 minutes. If you have an hour, watch it. You don't have to know basketball to really like it. Yeah. It sounds it's it sounds like it's an examination of like crowd sports and how. Yeah. It's also very relevant happens. because just recently, just to bring it back to NBA, people are getting like spit on by the fans. People are getting like the fans are touching people again Ugh. for coming to like they come. There's this thought of that. I paid for this ticket. You're here to entertain me so I can do whatever I want to you, which is not the case. If you if you go to a sporting event and you feel like you can do whatever you want to the players or anything to anybody in the stadium because you paid for a ticket, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot and you shouldn't ever be out in public ever if you really if that's how you think. That's just my opinion and I don't care if your opinion differs. You, just cuz you pay for a ticket doesn't mean that we are here for you, buddy. Uh, like yeah, it's horrible. They uh, athletes, I think, get a lot of abuse that they really don't deserve. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to tie it to wrestling? If you want to tie it to wrestling, uh, there there's a few different events of something like this. The guy who comes up and does that thing, and then that dude knocks him out. Yeah. Do you know who that dude is that knocks him out? Uh, yeah, mm, I do. Um, the guy who got attacked was who was the guy that, who was the old dude that was walking up and then the guy ran up on him. What was that guy? Oh, that's right. There's another one. Uh, are you talking about the Bret Hart situation? Yeah, so, yeah. So the guy runs up on Bret Hart and then, oh my god. So you're not going to remember the name of the guy because it was a tag team guy. Oh god, what was his WWE name? So this was in WWE at the time. This was the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah, wasn't yeah. even like an in ring event. And this guy comes up and decides he'll make a name for himself by jumping Bret Hart. Now, Bret Hart, if you watched wrestling in, like, the early 90s, you were either Bret Hart guy or Shawn Michaels guy. Now, I didn't watch wrestling in the early 90s. I was a Shawn Michaels guy. We're not going to get into it. But still put respect on Bret Hart's name. So one of the most beloved legends, this guy jumps him, and everyone fucking rushes the ring. And I think... His current name in AEW is Cash Wheeler. If it's not him, it's his tag team partner, Dax Harwood. Fucking Dex the guy. <laughs> he's already down and he's just, boom! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> now, the one that I'm referring to is on an episode of Raw. I think it's when Punk was feuding with The Rock. Punk is a heel at this point. He grabs his title and hightails it through the crowd. And the crowd is just kind of being an asshole to him. They're, like, they're touching him and he's, like, kind of shrugging him off because he's a heel. He, he's also being heelish. And this one guy just walks up and pushes him. So Punk turns turns around and fucking decks him. I would have. Just straight boom. Yeah. And then, you know, there's also just beach balls in wrestling, which is just the worst. But, but it that all comes from that sen- that sentiment you were talking about as well as I paid for a ticket. I'm here to do whatever I want. And it's just no. 
One last thing. I want to go back to the doc really fast. Yep. Because there's one thing in this documentary that makes me really upset. Okay. They go over, there's a fan who Jermaine O'Neal comes up and, or Ron Artest fights. He came down onto the court. A fan should never be on the court. Yeah. He came down onto the court and stands up and squares up to him. Ron Artest lays him out. Doesn't lay him out, but he he fights with him. And then I think Jermaine O'Deal runs over and gets him out of nowhere. They interviewed that guy for the documentary. And he said, for everything that happened to him, he had to go to the hospital. His nose was broke or whatever it was. And he was, I think, banned for life. And he had the audacity to say, they did a loyal fan really wrong that day. No, dude. You are an asshole and you should never be on the court to begin with. Why are you on the court Why are you while there's the a brawl going on in the palace? No, you're the asshole. You should never be on the court. Ever. That bothered me. Because they, literally, he says that, and then they don't cover it anymore. I'm like, that's the point. That's like, is that not the point we're trying to make with the doc? That the fans should not be able to do this, and then they just don't cover it anymore. I'm like, what are we doing? Don't like, I wouldn't even interview that guy. Actually, I do think interviewing was smart. I think it's... I wouldn't have let that be the last thing yes. he says. Yes, so that, that well, let that be the last thing he says because that's clearly his point, but I would have added something after that to, because it seems like the point of the doc was, yeah, to show the fans it should have, it in that light. combated him on that point, but, but it, that made me so upset. It's like, no, you're a dickhead. Like, yeah. shut up. This is where oh. I would have told the Bret Hart story because there's there's a ton of situations of people rushing the ring and getting their ass whooped. Favorite one is in one of the most influential moments of wrestling. I don't know if that's been cut from the footage of it on the WWE Network, but when the end, when Hulk Hogan turns heel in WCW when the NWO was formed, a guy rushes the ring and Kevin Nash, who's the big guy, kicks the shit out. Doesn't even stand up. He literally sides in the ring and comes, boom, just Love immediately. That. But, yeah, the all crowd sports seem to have that sort of thing. Like, you, yeah. baseball has their streakers and stuff, which... Well, every sport has streakers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I've switched to baseball every time when it comes to streakers. Maybe it's because nothing else interesting ever happens with the crowd there. Actually, one time I was at a baseball game and I saw a drunken brawl and it was on, like, the balcony. One bad hit and someone would have fell and that would not have been that good. Was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about sick. Maybe in a different way. <laughs> but, yeah, you should go watch that documentary. That guy, you're a dickhead. And, yeah. So, what are, what are you bringing to us Oh, today? I'm finally bringing... We've been talking about this one for a while. It's been coming in and out of conversation because it's just been my favorite comic this year. But I've been waiting. I wanted to wait till August. I guess this is coming out in September, so I missed the mark a little bit. was going to talk about it last week because... But then the wrestling stuff. And I wanted to wait to talk about it because the trade is finally out. We're talking about Radiant Black today. Oh, I thought we were bringing up a glaring shade. <laughs> Cuts off immediately. <laughs> Kevin. So I have all my issues here. They're all bagged and boarded. We're not opening these because, God forbid, this becomes a popular thing. I have a first print of issue one. This has been... I'm going to do something dumb. Huh? Something dumb? Damn. That okay. was dumb. <laughs> this has been... A lot of people have called it 
in a way, the second coming of Invincible, but not really the second coming. They were like, if you took Invincible and you merged it with Power Rangers, this is kind of what you get. To the degree that in the most recent issue... How can, how can you have a second coming of something that is currently going on? The comic series is over. Well, I know, but like... It's a comic, so we talk about this Invincible, in Invincible is like... And it's popularity right now. Yeah, but if you're a comic fan, you've already read all of them. If you're an Invincible fan, you've already read all of them. Uh, but the, the hype is still here. But I think Second Coming, but like something has been exactly. gone for a while and it comes back. No, so here's the thing, though. Invincible is in, its, is in a big popularity boom right now. All the more time to compare a comic to it. But I'm going to do... I'm going to be covering the six issues, not all in this video. We're okay. going to be doing going to be doing the thing that we did before where I do two issues, two issues, two issues. Okay. So it'll be the next few episodes. This is also going to be a thing because I'm going to do a quick non-spoiler one for anyone who might want to pick it up without spoilers. Uh, it's very good. There's a trade with the first six issues out. Go read it. It's very good. Uh, Nathan is a... Fillion? No. Oh. Continue. Your jokes are really funny, but they cause me to lose all my energy. <laughs> I get this head of steam going, you know, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> Alright, I will sit here and I will be a nice <laughs> I will be a nice boy. Nathan is a struggling writer in a, either his late twenties or early thirties. Yes. Okay. Good boy Goji. And he is struggling so much he has to move back home with his parents and while he's while his friend is trying to get him out on the town trying to get his him bouncing back, they come across an ancient power source which transforms Nathan into a superhero. What else? And he, the Radiant Black series is about him figuring out those powers and protecting the world because just as he figures him out, a mysterious person with the same suit but more reddish shows up robbing a bank. So that's the elevator pitch of, I think that's really just the elevator pitch of the first issue. But we're going to get into it now. Now you're going to watch me pull up my phone because I love Radiant Black so much that I've bought the trade twice. I bought it once on my phone and then I bought the one physical. Dane is currently using the physical one because I want because I've been telling him to read Radiant Black and that's why I buy trades to And uh, who is Dane again? Dane from the Pop Sugar podcast. You know him. Do I? <laughs> yes, you know. Him. We're not doing this joke today. <laughs> but I also have it on Comicsology on my phone because I needed to get something from it. In an attempt to make this book relatable, the very first panel we see is Nathan's bank account. Uh, he is nearly $40,000 in debt, and he only has 50 bucks in his bank account, which, uh, b big relate, honestly. <laughs> I, know, I know you didn't go to college, but you get, the, you get the, the cliff notes of what's going on while he's in his car. He's a struggling writer. He doesn't have much of a normal job and he's having to move back in with his parents which sucks i assume we get his age here so he's on the phone he's in his car we see his bank account he's making a call trying to get a loan from a bank huh. he starts to break down a bit and we hear a voice in the back saying is everything okay and it turns out he's uber driving right now <laughs> Here's the thing is I think your reaction is the perfect reaction of like, that's funny, but like realizing the gravity of that that's weird shit. Funny as, uh... So yeah, then it cuts. He's moving back in with his parents. His mom is so good at it. He really has supportive parents. Congratulations. As he returns home and he's being welcomed by his parents, his best friend Marshall shows up. Now Marshall, cool guy, terrible business ideas. Cool guy though. And... Sounds like me. 
<laughs> no comment. <laughs> and they chat, and Marshall convinces him to go out with them tonight as like a big returning home celebration. Nathan really doesn't want to, but Marshall convinces him. All right. We love him, Marshall. So they're out, needs a Marshall. they're out at a bar. They get into a small spat, but Marshall glares it over. No need to fight on his day back. Marshall also gets a bit tipsy. Like most Marshalls do. Yep, but of course, while they're out, they come across what looks to be a black hole. This black hole. Marshall reaches out and touches it, and it transforms him into what we will know in the future as Radiant Black. The hero, the guy on the cover. He doesn't get named until like the third or fourth issue. They, he feels changed. He doesn't understand what's happening. To give people cliff notes, he henchens. It's very tokusatsu related. Like a Power Ranger, like a Kamen Rider, he henchens. He fully changes into this form. It's like a transformation. He feels different. They're, they freak out about it. And the cops show up. They're by like some abandoned train tracks when this happens. They're really not somewhere they're supposed to be. The cops come, but they recognize Marshall, and they're able to roughly get out of trouble. But then there's an explosion, and Nathan, in an attempt to to protect Marshall, tackles him and accidentally activates his powers, which are gravity-based. Even now, we're on, like, issue seven now. We don't really know what Radiant Black's main power set is, but it seems to be gravity-based. I love that. As everything floats up in the air, and he reacts like, what the fuck is going on? Well, oh, you pick up something that looks like a black hole. I would assume gravity, gravity-based powers make sense there. We'll get to that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, because there's more. We talk about the red-suited one, but we don't learn her powers until a bit later. We don't learn their powers. That's a spoiler. We don't learn their powers until a bit later. So then Nathan says, I guess we'll have to figure this out later. Maybe this is meant to be something more. And then it cuts... Bank is being robbed, and it's a person in the very same suit, but it's red. I think I just have... Look, here's cover of issue three. They're fighting back there. Look at them. And that's Nathan on the cover being sad. Issue two, Nathan's coming home after a long night, and his dad is is there. And his dad is being, like, supportive, but also kind of stern into where, like, you know, you should figure out a way to make money. Like, you can live here, that's fine, but you should really figure out a way to make money. Like, I really like the dialogue here. Kyle Higgins, who's the writer of this book, is really good at dialogue and stuff like that. He wrote the Ultraman stuff for Marvel. He also wrote the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series for Boom up until and including Shattered Red. So, we see some good stuff for him. Yeah, so he's asking, like, well, did Marshall give you a lead on a job? And Nathan's just like, I don't know, it didn't come up. And he's like, well, maybe asking him would be a good idea. And, like, just kind of, like, prodding him but not being overbearing yeah. about it. There's a bit of spite because Nathan feels like a failure because, to be fair, he is. But <laughs> he is. I, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. He is. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Go to, we go to Marshall's job. He works at a movie store. And we learn that Marshall's a businessman. He's not a good businessman, but he's a businessman. He has all these great business ideas. He's a very bad businessman. That sounds a lot like Vince McMahon. <sighs> I said what I said. 
we see some weird symbols, and Nathan wakes up floating in his bed, and near him, within reach, is the little black hole again. He reaches out, grabs it, and it disappears, and then he there's a knock at the door. There's cops at his door. They're just inquisiting about what happened, all the weirdness that happened last night, especially because in the nearest major city, there's someone who looks just like him, but with red, that just robbed a bank. Oh, snap. Yep. Nathan then goes to this big city, not to look for this red person, but to Uber. He's trying to make some money. He gets a decent amount of... He uses his Uber thing to get knowledge of what's happening in the city. Trying to figure out stuff about where this red circle guy could be. And he gets enough info that he could kind of figure out where he might be. He goes... And whenever he wants to change to a superhero persona, the black hole appears. He reaches out, grabs it again, and it transforms him. There's always, like, some sort of henshin page, which just looks really cool every time. And we see that uh, this red circle guy, his form looks a bit different. He looks a bit more jacked than we saw him in the first issue. He's, like, couldn't doing something with, like, this junk. He's at a junkyard. They chat, and... Red just, uh, tries to, it's like he's trying to warn him about something, but being a big old dick about it. I love that. They fight a little bit, but it's not much of a fight. Red basically, Red basically takes advantage of Nathan's sort of being a hero-esque thing, because he really has that hero alignment of like, look, people are in danger. Oh, I'll save them. Where'd they go? That sort of thing. After a bit of a skirmish. And in all the records, he finds the money from the bank robbery. And we have that little that little moment of tension where he realizes that if he took it, no one would know it was him. He takes it back to the bank. He is the hero of the story. What a but legend. There is, of course, <clears throat> that night. I love... Because... It's a tokusatsu type thing. The suit's very... Has a chance to have emotion on it. With like... Kind of like those glow-in-the-dark eyes. Yeah. And you see him squint. And it actually becomes his face. I don't know if we get it in this issue or a later issue. Uh, he throws up. Because like he gets shaken about. And like the helmet actually creates a, m- a mouth that he throws up out of. Which means he could possibly eat in the suit. So he returns the money and then goes home where his dad is waiting for them and they have a more calm, Nathan is less tense about it because he feels like he's doing something right now where they have a conversation about just life and it goes very well and it leaves us feeling good afterwards. Huh. That has never, ever happened in the history of human existence. But okay. (laughs) That's how you know it's a comic. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, very, do I want to, no, because next, next episode I definitely want to leave off on issue four, so we're down to do, we're going to do the two issue thing. It's very good, and, well, let's be honest, these covers are just amazing. Again, there is a trade out for it at most comic shops, or online, if you can't find it at your local comic shop. There's almost always a comic shop located in the Support description. Support local businesses. Yep. Trade has the first six issues. So if that sounded interesting, the biggest twists and big moments in the story haven't happened yet. 
to what I explained. So that's enough to kind of give you the cliff notes. So you could just jump in, read that part, realized all the good dialogue things that I missed because it has been a bit since I've read them. And, you know, then jump right into the rest. It's very good. That's all it talks about. So it's got to be at least okay. It is my favorite comic going right now. Yes. That's what he keeps saying. It is. Yes. I'm agreeing with everything he's saying. I don't know why he continues to speak on it. <laughs> yeah, it just is. It's very I good. Say, I am fully agreeing with you. Yeah, it sounds like you're. <laughs> there, there is no. I'm not being abrasive. I agree. Okay. <laughs> My tone is just stern. My son is here. I have to uphold an image. As we just talk about a book that has a crux on father-son relationship. Don't worry, that goes away in a few issues. Oh, shit. Oh, I miss Uncle Ben. That's not what happens. Oh, I thought I got it. Well, that's kind of what happens. <laughs> but it's not what happens. <laughs> yeah, so that's all, that's all I'm digging into Radiant Black for now. We're going to do more of it because it's very good. Very, very good. So you know what this leaves us with? Yes. We're finally here. What do you mean? We have to go to ad break. But we're here. We're knocking on the door. I mean, yeah. Let me paint you a picture. After this commercial break. So. I need this. Are we, am I introing? Are we? Uh, sure. Welcome to the final part of this trilogy of item drafts. This week is Other, which literally means other every other universe ever that has existed forever (laughs) and always fictional universe how do we know it's fiction and we're not fiction and they're real life to us fictional universe to us that is not marvel or dc yes so quickly rules that we are lifting for this most of them. I was going to say, almost all of them. You can take groups of things. Groups of things. things that are the, essentially a group by default. Not something that is made up of three prominent things that creates a group. Does that make sense? Kind of. The way that I said it, it was initially designed to be a group of things. Not retconned later to matter because we needed yes. a story beat. I like those books too. And I like to shoot on how they ended up being written. So, but. vehicle rules been lifted. Many vehicles as you want. Yep. Basically, all those rules where we were limiting it to one is now just yeah. As there's many as you too want. many variations to. We are also allowing a base. You may take a place. Cannot be a city. Can Within also, reason, basically. Can also not be treasure planet. I tried to argue that last night, but that didn't work. So yeah, but we're. I think we're gonna have. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah, so, would you like to roll the die so we may determine? Yeah, I remember the jar of rolling, but it's out in my card. No one feels like getting it. But we have three other D20s, so it's fine. Yes. The crystal one is returning from last episode. We have this black and purple one. And I think the, like, gray and orange one we had last time, too, but that's going to be techie this time. I don't remember who it was last time. So let's go ahead. Give me a roll. Okay. 
Give us a roll. No, not in the middle. Damn. Damn it, I'm first. <laughs> I'm last. <laughs> Zach has the best spot. Yes! You're second. I get it. It's mine. Oh, oh no. yes! I, I have go backs on him. Okay, I think he I said I have go backs. It's okay. Oh, it's mine. I've never been so upset to get the first pick. <laughs> I've never been so happy. <laughs> All right. Well, let me grab my handy dandy draft board. <laughs> yeah, my there handy dandy so draft board. There are so many things on here. Yep. Oh my gosh. So, um, I need you to know that that wasn't going to be my first round pick anyway. It will be mine. I, I have been told. I have dreamt of it as little boy. I had, a, I had a question last night for the guys, and I was told I could take it, but if I asked about it, I had to take it. Oh. So, with the first pick in the other universe <laughs> items draft, Tanner Bay selects... The stripper pole to hell from the Little Nas X music video, Montero. There will be no further questions, Your there Honor. There will be no further questions at this time. <laughs> I was going to do it. I'm doing it big. Damn, right out the bat. <laughs> it's, okay. it's the greatest cool. item of all time. All right, for the second pick Go ahead. of the draft. I'm not counting everybody in. Count yourself in. I will be choosing Riptide from Percy Jackson, the pen sword. What's his actual name? It's just Riptide to nope, me. That's not its actual name. <gasps> oh. What is its what is its translated name? That is its translated name. <gasps> Akala Moose. You killed a moose? <laughs> anyway, continue. Got him. <laughs> I didn't read the Percy Jackson books. I just saw the movie. I mean, it was my favorite movie as a kid. And you can judge me all you want. <laughs> there is definitely judgment coming from the. But booth. it was my favorite movie as a kid. The judgment of the booth is that he's specifically taking it now, so that I can't take it. I read all the Percy Jackson books when the last one came out, and read the series after that, and the series after that, and all the crossover series. And I just re-listened to them all in audiobook. Anyway, continue. I need the people to know. I took the stripper pole from a music video, and I'm getting judged less than the guy who took something from an actual book. <laughs> also. The version from the movie is shit, but that's not the point. <gasps> Damn. All right, what do you... Go ahead. Have fun. All right, so I get back-to-backs because of, yes. of the snake it draft thing. It is things. a still snake draft. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, first thing I'm going to take... I'm going to take the bag of holding from D&D. Hmm. Fair enough. It's probably the most useful item any of us will take today. That is incorrect. I think I already took the most useful thing. Yeah, I mean, it's more useful than a sword that can't harm humans. Or, you know, anything mortal. But. He can, he can take a tree down. I can take a tree down. That is facts. Uh, the second thing I'll be taking is, I'll take Zeus's Master Bolt from the Percy Jackson series. <laughs> That's it. It's it's the bolt that all of, others, all of Zeus's other lightning bolts are modeled after. I'm gonna get shit on for this by this guy and he's gonna take one of my other picks but it's fine 
I love I'm how, actually worried. I love how Bobby's whole drafting strategy is to make us mad. It's not to make you mad. Uh, he brought it up, uh, and I genuinely hadn't thought about it. Because I have no idea what he's talking about. I hope he's just talking about something that he wants that I also thought was cool. Yes. Okay, thank God. I'm not taking something from you. <laughs> I was good. I, I, that's what that just sounded like. Um, that is what that just sounded like. I'll be taking the dragon ring from the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay. He said, did you feel the heat when he said dragon? I know, because I didn't even put that together. I had the moment. I was like, no, he's not actually. Okay. So. Okay. That's a cool pick. I brought that up last night. Yeah, you did. And it was one of, like, it was one of my favorite movies as a kid, too. So. So. Everybody knew this was coming. I'm, uh, buddy. Look at the camera. This is for you. So I will be taking. It needs your soul. Godzilla, But. Specifically, Kiryu. We need your from Tokyo. To Tokyo. <laughs> no. <laughs> from Tokyo SOS. Uh, I love it. It has the absolute zero cannon, which yeah, is absolutely cool. sick. I will then be doubling down on huge robotic monsters. I'm taking the Zenkaijuo from Zenkaiju. Zach showed it to me. It's basically what the Dragon Zord and the Q-Rex put together. Basically. And it's sick. So I will be taking that and it will be my goons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobby. Okay, I, back to you. I won't be taking stuff that's that cool. Now I will be taking the three journals from Gravity Falls. The what? I'll be taking the journals from Gravity Falls. Okay, that's sick. That's a good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Miss you, Zach. What? You don't like the. What? What's wrong? I What's could wrong? argue that Journal 3 actually exists in real life, but that's not the point. Hey, shut up. It's over there. <laughs> I literally, when you guys were talking earlier, I brought it up, showed it to Tanner, and put it back down. <laughs> I picked something from Gravity Falls. I'm not picking it this round. I have something from Gravity Falls down that I'll probably pick that it has a page in the journal, in Journal number 3. But I think picking one of those is infinitely cooler than picking the journals. All right. Can't do anything with the journals. I don't know. So, he, little does he know, <laughs> you can make Rick's portal gun with the three journals from Gravity Falls. <laughs> yeah, with things that don't exist in the real world. It's crazy. It might. It's crazy how I'm gonna take picks that I really like because <laughs> I don't care. I mean. According to the last two episodes, all he likes is a uh, dimensioning reality working stuff. <laughs> yeah, right? genuinely. Yes. Yeah. Like, I like changing reality, which would work for all these picks. <laughs> I'm just saying. If we warp reality, anything can exist. Well, uh, we're going to go. I'm also going to take something that I really like and something that I currently don't have. So for my next pick, I will take the power of self-respect. <laughs> this is the sword from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's, but I knew, I, the, yeah, I knew I that quote that. would live I in the heavens. That. We... I, we, we were, were talking about, about take from, from Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim, and I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I also just needed the quote of, I take the power of self-respect. Something I don't currently have. Uh, That's sick. And yeah, it was either going to be the power of love or the power of self-respect. So, but. on your Drake shit, back to back. Uh, I'm going to take the mega weapon from Ninjago. Well, I don't even know what that is. The, so the mega weapon, it's the four golden weapons combined together. It uh, so this also effectively takes all the golden weapons out of chronological for anything. Uh, it basically it has the power to create anything. Huh. Use it once a day. 
no one else can touch it but me. Fits mine. Sick. So, yeah. Cool. All right, Bobby, back to you. All right, for number four. Bobby currently has a pen and books. I do. I have two mega robots. <laughs> I'm now going to take... Oh, and he has a ring. I forgot about the dragon ring. Rex portal gun from Rick and Morty. That's a good ad. That's a good one. Yeah. I brought that up yesterday at lunch, and he was like, "You were singing Rick and Morty," and I was like, "Yeah, that <laughs> deserves to be written down." Rick and Morty. So I have back to backs. Hmm. There's so many things on here. <sighs> so, my first pick, I will be taking the ooze. Oh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As it goes. As, as, as it yeah, should be. And then uh, number five, my next pick, I will be taking The Dimension Tide. You're going to have to explain this one to me. From oh, really? Does nobody know what The Dimension Tide is? From? It's from Godzilla. <laughs> okay. It is a weapon used in Godzilla vs. Megaguirus. It is a satellite system. Technically part of the Marvel Universe. Die. <laughs> it is a satellite that shoots a small controlled black hole from space down to wherever. Well, obviously they used it on Godzilla, and yeah. Godzilla obviously didn't give a damn, and he stood there and he s- held that black hole in his hand. Is that not how most Godzilla movies go? Yes, <laughs> Godzilla. But it, every didn't time, do shit. it's impressive. By the way, if that counts, then technically Zen Kaiju is in the Marvel Universe as well. That's facts. We can make all the connections we want. Yeah. Fair. But yeah. So, that would be my two picks. Back to you, Roberto. Alright, I will be getting my base out of the way. Which, if this is what I think it is, it's cool, so. Because I brought it up. It is the Treehouse from Codename Kids Next Door. Which is sick. And I just had a phenomenal idea. Go ahead. But yeah, that's sick. Most yeah. definitely. You drafted in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or something? <laughs> Why would you say that? Damn. <laughs> Don't take it. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh. Bobby? Which codename can Zextor member is number five? I forget it. Hold on. You mean the orange shirt? No. That would be number four. Yes, you're right. Who's number three? You were asking number five? Number five. She's got the red hat. Yep. And number two? Number two? This guy looks like me. All right, continue. <laughs> Are you just doing that just to make that joke? Yeah. <laughs> Who? His name is Hoagie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you called? That's all. Are you struggling over there? No, you're just, you're just making me laugh. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll do... We'll get that out of the way. For my next pick, I'm going to pick the Elder Wand from Harry Potter. Hmm, I don't know what that is. It's the most 
powerful wand used by assumingly the most powerful wizard, okay. roughly, to give to put a label on it. Yeah. Um, it's also yeah. Dumbledore's wand from majority, if not all, of that series. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And? Okay, we're going to do... For my next one, we're going to do... This doesn't have, like, an official name besides just Magic Hat, but I'm specifically talking about Mickey's Magic Hat from Fantasia. Or Yen Sid's Magic Hat from Fantasia, however you want to shake it. Okay. I know nothing about any of these things. It's just a... It's just... It's... It's just a hat. Yeah, it's a... It's... It's... Ma- no, it has its magic powers. It's like the dragon ring from the Sorcerer's Apprentice. It just... It unlocks the access to the magical abilities that Mickey uses in Fantasia or Fantasmic or the Sorcerer's Apprentice episode where he makes the brooms go. I got you. Yeah. It's also just like, it's one of my favorite things from Disney, so. It sits. Sick. Bummer. Back over to you. Damn it. All right, I'll change my picks. <laughs> I'll be taking the Omnitrix from Ben 10. I thought I was going to make it. It was going next. It was going next. I was du- I was doubling down. I was going to take a ring and I was going to take a watch, but now I'll, I'll switch everything up. Uh, that makes me upset. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So I'm doubling down on weapons, and I'm doubling down from the same universe, okay? Okay. I will be taking Doomhammer and Sulfurus. Bobby, no, okay. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, those are both World of Warcraft items. Yeah. Doomhammer yes. is the Hammer of Thrall. It's badass. It has, like, wind effects, and it looks cool. Look up a trailer. He'll probably have it, and he uses it. Sulfurus is the hammer of one of the original, like, WoW classic world bosses, Ragnaros. Nothing? Never played. He's got a huge hammer. It's all, it's, like, molten. It's got, it's sick. Look it up whenever you have some time. Okay, buddy? All right. It's amazing. And I'm going to duel with hammers. So, (laughs) that's me. Doomhammer and Sulfurus are mine. All right, back to you, Bobber. I took the only tree. My head is big as fuck. Um, for my seventh pick. I'll be taking Jumanji. Damn it! <laughs> Jumanji was so cool. He brought that up last yeah. night. I was like, "Damn, that's good." I didn't even think about it. Jumanji. It's a good pick. I, I like. I don't know what else you want me to say on it. It is a good pick. We love Robin. Rest in peace. Love him. All right, Mister. Uh, by the way, I mean the board game. Yeah, he I, he should clarify that. I was, saying, I was gonna try to cl- not say anything and then take it next round. But like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm taking the board game. So, but <laughs> we had to dwell on it too long. But go ahead. What's going on, Zach? What's up? What's up? All right. This is one that I didn't think either of you would have thought of. And maybe you don't know. I assume you would know this exists, though. 
I want to take the white wand from the Fairly Odd Parents trilogy. Yeah, no, I didn't. Oh no, that takes my thing off. That means I can't take Jorgen. I don't know if it does though. I don't know if it does. It's a wand, but it isn't. Like it's not a. It's not a fairy wand. But it's still a wand. It's just like a very powerful guitar that shoots white fire. Say, nice. It's a wand from Fairly Odd Parents. I can't take Jorgen von Strangle's wand anymore. She's the big ass wand. It is. That's why I wanted it. The most Tanner esque wand. <laughs> and uh, for my next one, I'll I'll take the Dragon Dagger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, why can't I have? Well, I have I my weapons. I'm happy. <laughs> yep. And because the Dragon Dagger is the source of the power. It gives me just about all the abilities of the Green Ranger, besides just straight up morphing. There you go. Because it, it is, takes the dragon shield with it. He gets to walk into public places, and people think he's... Uh, oh, I don't... You know what I was about to call him? Which is, this is most definitely not his name. Isn't it Jason David Frank? Yeah. I was going to call him Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows who Tommy Lee Jones is, Different three he names. does not look like Jason David nope. Frank. He doesn't. It also summons the dragon sword. Sick. Yeah. And it's a flute. <laughs> yes. It sounds like a trumpet. It's very weird. <laughs> Don't think about it too much. Um, right, Ms. Your Bobby. Do I summon your thing since it's based off the dragon? Anyway, I can just... <laughs> Different universe. Oh, okay. Uh, of course. Because you have the... <laughs> but it makes the same... No- do you think it's a psychic connection, or do you think it's based off noise? Noise. Because it makes the same sound. Never mind. <laughs> Mine's a C-flat. <laughs> Go ahead. Matt Dugan will appreciate this. Matt Dugan. What is Dugan like? It is a game that we played together and beat together. I, w- <laughs> I will be taking Peabody and Atlas... From Portal 2. <laughs> it's a good pick, though. It's it is. A good it is. Pick. Peabody and Atlas do bang. <laughs> Which means I get two portal guns. That's fair. Yeah. I... <laughs> oh, I have a couple of things I really want to take here. And I think I have to take the ones that I think will be off the board. Yeah. So, I will be taking the Death Note. Ah, uh, okay. off my list. That's one of the things that I don't think of, but now you bring it up and it's like, yeah, no, that's a that's a shout. Has anybody here ever played God of War? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Are you taking the Chaos Blades? No, I'm taking the Blade of Olympus. Motherfucker. So, the Death Knight and the Blade of Olympus are mine. I mean, I... <laughs> I, I just, the Blade of Olympus is sick. And the Death Note, Bobby brought up yesterday, so I have to make sure I have it. Yep. And hmm. there it is. Nine. All right, Mister Bobby, it's back to you. This is number eight. No, I lied. It's number nine. Yes. Sorry. It's number nine. I will be taking the mystery box from the Black Ops series, okay. Black Ops Zombie series, which means I get access to all of the guns and the wonder weapons. Oh, okay. okay. In theory. Like you do. In theory. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't really have control. But. I could be rolling forever, but yeah. it's worth it. Honestly, I would just take the pack a punch next round. 
To be fair. <laughs> fair. Monsieur Zach, with your back-to-back picks. Uh. All right, this is this is a cut, but we're going to go for it. I'm going to take the Nemean Lion Pelt. You're really a dickhead. Oh, you know what this is? Yes, I know what it is. Ooh. I played Hercules and Smite. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> so this is a mythological item. It's famously one of Hercules' rewards for one of his trials. It's nice. basically invincible, indestructible lion's pelt. You get to wear it. It protects you from things. I'm upset. <laughs> I like it. Percy Jackson also gets it in the Titan's Curse. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. It turns into like a Letterman jacket. Did you anyway. take two things just now? No, I took one. Oh, okay. Took the lion pelt. I'm going to take the Nemean lion pelt from Greek. <laughs> oh, that counts, I don't know. <laughs> uh, then I'll take the Mobirates from Kazuku Sentai Gokaiger. Yep. What? <laughs> it's their changer. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Huh? <laughs> you said a lot of letters. <laughs> the mobile, it's, it's their changer. It's got key. Boom. Sick. Oh, those yeah. Okay, things. yeah. Actually, yeah. those are pretty cool. Yep. It gives, would, it in theory and in actuality, gives you the abilities of all of the different rangers. Sick. Which they are releasing a set that has all the reds that came out after Gokaiger, and I'm very resisting not playing it. Including Zenkaiser from Zenkaiger. There you go. Like, all the way up. Anyway, yeah. Alright, Bobby? Something that none of you thought of, and you know what? I'll one-up your bag of folding. Okay. <laughs> the backpack from Dora. You can't. He speaks. He's a person. Is it? Is it in... Is it, though? <laughs> Is the map a person? Are we arguing yeah. that the only people from Dora you couldn't take I, is Dora, Boots, Swiper, and Diego? I'm cool if you if you say no to this. It was more like a joke pick, but... Now I say we let him have it because it was supposed to be a joke pick. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to have it because it's still, like, can hold as much as it wants to, but... It also non-stop sings, which it could be me. Yeah, it could be a curse, honestly. <laughs> uh, if he wants it, he can have it, I would say. I'll let you have it. Thank you. You have to feed it. That's creepy. Children. That's creepy. <laughs> Why do you think there's no one else in that series? <laughs> yeah, I think she's alone. The parents had to be eaten. All right, so I just thought about this just now. So this is not on my list. But I'm taking my base. I was trying to think of a base that could be as cool as the treehouse or anything else. I was originally thinking about taking the Muppets studio. That, but I'm cool. not going to take that. All right. I also thought about taking Foster's Home, Home for Imaginary Friends. Okay. I'm not going to take that. I'm taking Dracula's Castle from Castlevania. Okay. Never played or seen. It can teleport. Nice. So I'm about it. <laughs> it also has all of, like, the armory is huge. It's sick. So I'm taking Dracula's Castle from Castlevania. Specifically the one from the, the show that's on Netflix. Because it looks cool. Yeah. And there's gears that spin. Also. <laughs> and there's gears that spin. And then. Oh. I have a decision I need to make. Because Bobby has stolen my ring. 
I really want to take his ring. But I am a man of my word. Hey, you can have it. I don't want it. I don't want it either. I don't want it. I'm not going to take it. I'm taking the Super Dragon Balls. What ring are we talking about? It was the ring from Shadow of War. Oh, okay. But, yeah, no. I will be taking the Super Dragon Balls because they literally... Android 18 wins the Tournament of Power. 18? 17 wins the Tournament of Power. And he wishes that 11 universes that were erased to be put back into reality. So, they're pretty powerful. <laughs> Plus, I want to be able to wish for infinite bacon. So, I need the bat and Dragon Ball. Oh, yes. The legendary number eight on your list. Bacon? <laughs> That's super true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the reference that only us are going to get because yes. it was an inside joke. But, yeah, that is my 10 and 11. Bobby, it is your turn. I'll be choosing a deep cut that you have probably never seen. Okay. You have seen. I think. I'll be taking the butterfly wand from Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Believe it or not. With the book that comes with it because it comes with it. And Glossary also comes with it. It is actually on my list. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's right here. It's a fucking good, it's a good weapon. Although I will, I'll give you the one up because I actually didn't have its actual name down. I just had it as Star's Wand because I couldn't think of the name and I didn't feel like looking it up. I think it's called the Butterfly Wand. It sounds like what it would be called. Yeah, just because that's their last name. Yeah. But that's my pick. It's my deep cut. <laughs> will you take the thing? We can't. He's from Marvel. <laughs> The thing. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> because like, I I have a backup plan to take something, but me and you talked about this thing last night, and we were like, yeah, you could definitely do that. And I want to take that if it's there, but I don't want to take it from you, and you'd be upset and steal my thing again. So take it. Which, which thing? I do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups and a 10-kilometer mile. You didn't talk about that with me. You talked about that with him. I talked about that with you. I mean, I was in the room. You could... The thing! I'd that, take, that, I'd, that I'd say thing, you could take thing it. Oh, that thing. That thing. Yes. Oh, I'm not going to take that thing. Ah! <laughs> okay. That makes me upset. I'm going to take Saitama's fist. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it off his arm. Yep. Take his essence. <laughs> I'm going to... Oh, that would have been a cool base. The Temple of Evolution, or whatever that... that place is called yeah then yep. you can make all those things never seen it you know what else? well i have seen it but i was not. thinking about for a base jumba's lab so you can make the experiments that would be cool uh but given that you it is my pick right i'm yes. my brain's working yeah, but give me bring that up bags. i will i will grab an anime item i'm gonna take a piece of all might's hair <laughs> yep that's fair we talked about this <laughs> Which effectively gives me the powers of all, of one for all. Sheesh. Not all for one. That's something different. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a different one. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a sword after that. I'm gonna take the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. That's a good sword. Big it's as hell. It's a big sword. That's a big sword. Very big sword. I want you to know, I have the other sword. 
from that game. Oh, cool. How many rounds have we gone so far? Uh, this will be 12. What round are we starting? Uh, 12. We're on 11. Okay. We are on 12. On, well, yeah, you're, that would just open 12. Yep. Okay. <laughs> big Bob. Big body, big bobs. Big bands, big bobs. I want to I want to take this only because I know for a fact that it's not on any of your lists. Oh wait, no. I will just be, I well I know this isn't either. Um I'll be taking Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> Castaways. Dino Hall. So, again, I have back-to-backs. I have a lot of things here I want. But I have to get these two out of the way. No, I don't, because they, they won't get taken. Uh, they might get taken, because I don't trust either of you. I'm taking the basketball from Space Jam. Oh, I, oh, I would never. I, I can't trust anything, you scallywags. But I will be taking that, because I want all the powers. <laughs> I want to be a monster. This is where I take the, the shoes from like Mike. <laughs> I become the greatest basketball player of all time. No, but I will also be taking taking the mask for the mask. I promised you I wouldn't take it. So yeah, that'll be my my ting. I'll be taking the smash ball. That's a good at What's your final smash? You have to explain to me what your final smash is right now. You have a minute, 60 my seconds. My final smash? Yes. You. If you're going to take the smash ball, what are you going to use it for? I fucking, I have my electric guitar and meteors rain from the sky like fucking Ness. No, it has to be an original idea. Has I'll be... give you another 15 seconds. Oh, Go. no, no, no. So I have the, um, the guitar from SpongeBob and I just shoot people with it in all directions. And it's just like lightning, 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 lightning all, all over. But what's the final part? Oh, um, big shockwave circle, and you get pushed back a certain amount of feet. You can still recover from it, but... I would just say you just get launched. Yeah, if not, if you aren't able to recover, then you die. Okay, I'll let it be. Okay, so for my... For my 13th, I'm going to go with Undertaker's Urn. From Wrestling Kayfabe, which is fictional. Yes. This. So, for those who don't watch wrestling, The Undertaker is basically an undead zombie who has a bunch of mystical powers. The urn is the source of his mystical powers. It can bring him back from the dead, summon lightning and fire. And it's kind of dumb because it's 80s wrestling nonsense, but it's my 80s wrestling nonsense now. I love it. And for 14, we'd be taking a. As a tag partner, will you be taking God? <laughs> I will be taking Kirby's Warp Star. We'll see. Fair enough. Like it's not my birthright. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kirby's Warp Star. I don't think there's much that I can use to explain on it. He's. I can surf it. You can ride that it by cool. surfing on it, which is just cool. If this is on either of your lists, I will shit my pants. I just thought of this. A piece of the sky from Chicken Little. That's a good ass pick. <laughs> Didn't even think about that shit. 
piece of the sky. What a what a what a deep cut. That's <laughs> fucking. Oh, it's fucking up there. Okay, so I'm taking uh, the car for the Muppets that has the button travel by map. <laughs> that's uh, that's gonna be my one vehicle. Travel by map. We can have many vehicles, can't we? I know, yeah. but it's gonna okay. be the one that I own. It's gonna sit in the garage. And then. I'm going to take. Yugi's Dual Disc from Yu Gi Oh! Okay, do you want to explain some of the perks of the Dual Disc? The Dual Disc? Oh, yes. Since I specifically said Yugi's, it's coming with Yugi's deck. We're going off a of rule of cool, I don't care. Then, and rule of can't figure out an argument against. Yes. So I'm going to have it, Yugi's deck, which it could be however you want to spin it. It could be a certain season's deck. I would just go the great, the best of his cards, the most iconic, which is what I would use. So obviously, Slife for the Sky Dragon. I'm going to have uh, Exodia, which is really the main reason why I wanted it. And I wanted Karibo. So, yeah. I could even have the Blue-Eyes White Dragon, technically, because of the first episode. But yeah, alright. That's all I wanted to say. The only Yu-Gi-Oh! experience I have is you telling me how much you want the Blue-Eyes White Dragon pop, and then me responding with, but what if it was black? What if it was Red-Eyes Black Dragon? And you looked at me like, how and did you exists. know that? And I was just like, what? I was saying, that exists now. <laughs> this was some bullshit I tried to spin up. Alright, and uh, yeah, that'll be, that's it for me. That's my 15th. Well, you know, oh wait, that'll be, aren't you 15, 16? No, that was 14 and 15. My bad. Yeah. Uh, for my 15th pick, I need a guitar as I play. And what better than the Goofy Goober guitar? Now, now it's really on brand. I didn't think about it. Until we both took Nickelodeon guitars. <laughs> yep, yes we did. I was thinking about this guitar to even it out. <laughs> I was thinking no, about I'm taking good. Marceline's axe, but I was like the Goofy Goober guitar. Yeah, it's definitely axe, up my alley. I'll take Ember's guitar. <laughs> Just the Nickelodeon guitar players. Couldn't be me. It was me. So, <laughs> all right. Ms. Jose. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow this up with another vehicle. Oh, shit. Yep. I'm going to take the Mach 6. From Speed Racer. Yes. Technically, it's from Speed Racer, the next generation. I don't think we ever see... I've seen that show. Yeah. I don't think we ever see the Mach 6 in the original Speed Racer anime. We do see, the, we do see a version of the Mach 6 in the movie, but I'm taking the one from the next generation. It has all the perks from the Mach 5 and a gasless engine. Yeah. Damn. And it has a gasless engine. I said, Whoa. save that money! That's like the plot of the show. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's the gasless engine part. I like but that. I, it, it's cool. Oh. It's also more protection than the Mach 5 because it has a roof. <laughs> and to jump back to Nickelodeon, Jeez. for my next pick, I'm going to take LT Gray's belt buckle. I hate you, bro. <laughs> I forgot about that Same. shit. 
was a that was a good. Yeah, thing. I thought about it last night. That I was just, just made like, me think of something else, and I'm going to take it right now. That was like the thing I thought of last night. It was just like I'm gonna write this down without saying it because I think s- these two have both forgotten. Nice. That's a good. No, guy. that was really. That's good. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Thank taking you. slime. No. <laughs> He's already said it. it's official. Uh, um. I will also be taking the Banshee or a Banshee from Avatar. Okay, there you go. So, can you privy me on what that is? Oh, it's the flying the flying birds. things, the flying lizard birds. You've never seen Avatar? No. With the blue people? No, I haven't seen it. Really? Really? Okay. Basically, you have like a connection with them, and you're able to fly them. Okay. Cool. So, off the back of the LT gray pick, <laughs> does anybody remember Mucha Lucha? Vaguely. There is an episode in Mucha Lucha where they, this guy gets addicted to playing a video game. I'm not, I, I have rethought my pick. Yeah. <laughs> I started to play. I was going to take the video game from that episode, but I'm not going to do that anymore. Okay. I'm going to take the Matrix of Leadership from um, Transformers. Cool. Because I can't take a Transformer, so I'm going to take the Matrix of Leadership. Yep. Along with that, I'm taking something from Invincible. Okay. I'm taking Cecil's teleporter. You don't want his orbital laser? No, because I already have an orbital laser. Okay. But that teleporter is badass. And I want to be Cecil. (laughs) I'll be taking the paintbrush from Epic Mickey. That's a good pick. He said that shit yesterday. I was like, damn. That's fair. Look me in the eyes while you take my thing. Go ahead. What thing am I about to take? Go ahead, take it. I don't think I'm about to take Hurt your my thing. my feelings. Go ahead. I could see it in your soul. I don't think I'm about to take your thing, honestly. Go ahead. Uh... We'll do this because I think it'll be fun. And if anything, I'm filled with chaos energy. But I will take the infinite sided die from Gravity Falls. Nice. There it is. <laughs> Literally anything can happen, but you don't know what. It's kind of Respect. stupid and I yeah. love it. And then I will take the Ace of Spades from Destiny. Oh, my next pick was from Destiny as well. Wonderful. This is Cade's, well, was. Cade's main weapon, hand cannon. Looks very cool. Very Western feels. Uh, I will be taking the ghost from Destiny. There was a silent agreement here that I wouldn't take the ghost and he wouldn't take the Ace of Spades because, to be fair, he did think of ghost before me and I wouldn't have thought of it if he hadn't said it. And I wouldn't have thought of Ace of Spades if he didn't say it. Yeah. So like, you, know what else like... I, you know what I did think of? What? The sun shot. I almost yeah. took that. I thought so. I thought of the cold heart first. Like I, the, yeah. I thought of a lot of guns from Destiny. And I was like, no, I want the Ace of these Spades. OP fucking guns. Okay, Sunshot. If you kill somebody with it, they explode in a ray of sun. Yeah, I'm taking a sharpness five diamond sword. Only sharpness five. I don't know how high the sharpness goes. It goes to sharpness five, but like there's other enchantments I can have. I just wanted to be yeah. sharpness. I mean, five. you should probably put unbreaking on it, honestly. It doesn't break. No. Why is a diamond and not netherite? 
yeah. I don't know anything about Minecraft, You're, apparently. Oh, that sucks, doesn't it? You took a sharpness five diamond sword. Mm. I'm going to take a sharpness five netherite sword with unbreaking and, right, <laughs> and fire aspect. Don't forget and fire, fire aspects. Right, maybe knockback, too. All right, I'll retract that. Thanks. No, <laughs> no, you've already chosen I'm gonna, it. I'm going to replace that. I'm going to take Sephiroth's sword. <laughs> okay, that's cool. All right. That's fine. Sephiroth's sword. And I'm also going to take Genos' cybernetics from One Punch. Although I see the way, like, it's a question, and we'll get to Genos' cybernetics in a minute. It's a question of what do you prefer, length or width? I just... Personally, I prefer girls, my, but that's my just idea me. is right. So if I get Genesis Cybernetics, I get to do everything he can do yes. and move fast. But then I have the Sulfurous and Doom Hammer, and whenever I'm done crushing skulls, I put those on my hips and I go with the Blade of Olympus and Sephiroth sword. I get the long one, and I can bring them closer and get them with the Blade <laughs> of Olympus. That's the plan to be a weapon master. And then my last pick will be Muy Benissimo. Is it going to be the Italian secret sauce? Yes, it, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Genesis Cybernetics. Uh, we argued. I argued last night that you could take him. You could become Genos because Genos is not born with the cybernetics. It's not a superpower. He's just enhanced by a doctor. So I'll just take what he gets in the show. I will be taking. Okay, I don't know how you guys are going to be with this. If I take the Mandalorian King's armor. The Mandalorian King, like, his suit, his equipment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Mandalorian King wields the Darksaber. Darksaber is separate from the armor. But the King of Mandalore wears, wields the Darksaber, is what I'm asking. Other people have also wielded the Darksaber, depending on your canon. Because they've stolen Because they've stolen it. Okay. Do you also get all of Null's armor if you take the All Black? No, because I specifically took the sword. I didn't take Null's armor. I would argue if I took Null's armor. We could argue that if he took, like I said last night when he was arguing. I'll just McCree, take the Darksaber. If he took McCree's armor, he'd get McCree's weapon. It's a part of the armor set, I would assume. But I wouldn't get McCree's arm. Yeah. Because that's just part of him. Okay, we're not talking about McCree. <laughs> but it's the same thing. If he's taking the armor of the King of Mandalore, if it comes to the Darksaber, it comes to the Darksaber. I'm not sure if it does, though. But it does. In, at least in the Mandalorian show canon of what that show says, the King of Mandalore has the blade of the Darksaber. I need you to know that one of the reasons why I'm allowing it is because I'm not looking to take anything that subverts the Darksaber or anything like that anyway. So Fair. I have, like, no actual reason to care to argue about it. Just know that I don't really think it does. All right. I will take it. That's <laughs> the basis of this. I just just to stay consistent with other arguments I've made for other things. Yeah. Firstly, I'm gonna take Maui's hook from Moana. A, I thought a, about it. What a pick. Just a cool little thing. Transform transforming is fun. Okay, this is my last one. This is where I'm gonna take the TARDIS. Okay. I would be remiss to not take any sort of time traveling anything. My last pick is me. Guys, I'm going to take Destiny. the pick of Destiny from the Tenacious Day movie. I brought that up yesterday. He was talking about taking the guitar from School of Rock. I was, I was like, cool, you can have that Jackpot movie. I'm taking the pick of Destiny from Tenacious Day. But I'll let him have it. My last pick. I'm upset the Chaos Emeralds didn't get taken. I wasn't going to take them. Because I waited 
all the way, and then I back myself into one pick, and I have to take something else. The Master Emerald? I'm taking a Digivice yep. from Digimon. Yep. yep Specifically, yep. I'm taking one from Season 1, because I'm a Season 1 <laughs> nerd. So yeah, a Digivice, which allows me, this is my this is my caveat, Digimon don't at, aren't actually real, they're just code. Plus, the Digivice takes me to the digital world, so I can still go chill with them anyway. I don't need them in real life. It would be cool if I could make them come into real life. It depends have, on the season I'm in. but <laughs> I don't have the energy to argue with you. Yay! <laughs> Fair enough. There we go. Round it off with a Digivice. We love Digimon. So, Bobby, what do you got? Extras. The Invisibility Cloak from Harry Potter. The Sword of Omens from the Thundercats. The One Ring from Shadow of War. The Triforce. The Ark of the Covenant, Indiana Jones. Um, the Holy Hand Grenade from Monty Python. I had the Holy Hand Grenade from Worms. Worms. Destruction. <laughs> I feel you. The Dagger of Time, Prince of Persia. That's a cool one. Uh, the Genie's Lamp from Aladdin. The Wardrobe from Narnia. Bill and Ted's Time Machine. Um, I had that. The Fart Gun, Despicable Me. <laughs> the Super Strength Milkshake from Johnny Test. No idea. No? Johnny Tesco. Fair enough. Fair I'm enough. not a big Johnny Tesco. Uh, the, the, I, I, had, I had actually, no. Bling Bling's robot I had. His robot armor. That'd be cool. The identity disc from Tron. I did have that. Darren told me to do the um, the bike. Yep, the light cycles are cool. The light cycles are cool. Uh, the wizard staff from Onward. The mystery machine. You know, Ezio's final suit from Assassin's Creed, Master Chief suit from Halo, a Pip Boy from Fallout, the mask from Scream. Wow, Bastion from Overwatch, uh, the Black Pearl, Pirates of the Caribbean. I did have that one. Yeah, that's when when I did this, I was thinking like, am I about to take the Black Pearl? But yeah, man. In in, in the end, it is just a pirate ship. It it's is just a very cool pirate ship. The DeLorean from Back to the Future. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, the Matrix, <laughs> just the Matrix. Yeah. We brought that up. A Night Fury. Uh, the Tablet of Achman Ra. I know that. Why do I know that? Night at the Museum. Yes. Monsters Incorporated. Just I definitely would not want the Tablet of Achman Ra, but it's a good shout. It's a, yeah. Uh, the Deck of Many Peace Things. The Sky is still cool. It's such a weird one. I, listen, I just picked things that I like and that, from things that I grew up with. Like, things that I would want to just have. Mm-hmm. Um, Gur from Invader Zim. <laughs> Chemical X from the Powerpuff Girls, Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, The Island from Total Drama Island, Marceline's Axe Guitar from Adventure Time, The Suitcase from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Nano Suit from Crisis, uh, The Symbiotic Titan, uh, the po- a Pokedex, the, yeah, master, uh, the Master Ball. Nothing from Pokemon. I forgot about that. Yeah. A Pear Pad from My Carly. <laughs> the Spinach from Popeye. There you go. Uh, Excal- this has started to um, get into like mythological. Excalibur, Mjolnir, Poseidon's Trident, Medusa's Head, Hermes the Liar. So those were just things that I thought of. The may, d- may I make an amendment to my picks? No. Please. No. What? Yes, but it has to be your final pick. Fuck you. I was going to drop. I wanted to drop the mask from the mask. To take. The Easy Bake Confetti Cannon from My Little Pony. No. Very simple way to figure this out. Would you have taken the mask later if he had not taken the mask? Then I'm going to say you can. I will be taking 
The easy bake confetti cannon from My Little Pony. Ben, that was for you. I didn't forget about my boy. Fair enough. <laughs> Sounds like you did forget about I your did. boy. I definitely did. I got. I was definitely sitting there. I was like. Okay. You didn't. You only wrote down exactly what you were taking, right? Uh, I have a few extras. Okay. Like I had a lightsaber down, but I was going off the fact he would do one. Uh, the lightsaber I have is Stellan Gios's just very elegant looking lightsaber. I have the Stone of Dreams from the Wizard of Waverly Place movie. Uh, oh it does my the God. exact same thing as the mega weapon, so I didn't feel the need to take two things. That just grant me a wish. Uh, I had the Black Pearl. I had Bionics from Lab Rats. If you could make that argument for Genos, I can make the argument for Bionics. Fair. The Identity Disc from Tron. I had the Chalk from Chalk Zone. What's that? I have that. That's all that's on there. I had a lot of thoughts for mythological items, like uh, most of the ones that Bobby said. Also, the Golden Fleece. I just remember. Yeah. Hades, reminded Helm myself. of Darkness. Oh, yeah. The Golden Mask from Bionicle. <laughs> I don't know why that just came into my mind, but I have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I have the Men in Back memory thing. Okay. That's so cool. surprised you didn't take that. Uh, it, it, it got tight at the end. Yeah. I had too many. Uh, Chaos Emeralds. Uh, I have the BFG from Doom. Do you know what that is? Oh, fuck. The big fucking gun is yeah. what that is. Yeah. I forgot to take the little boy from Fallout. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, the Ocarina of Time I have. I have the Code Lyoko machine. Just because I want to insert myself in a video game. Of course. The Well, Iron Tricks got taken. He already said the Bill and Ted. I said the Planet Express from Futurama. Their <laughs> ship. Because I just love that show. Um, Metal Knight suit from One Punch Man. Yes. The Shield from Shield Hero. This is an anime that neither of you have seen. Literally, it's a weapon that doesn't really have any attack or stats. He's like, he's in a video game. And you put anything up to the shield, it absorbs it, and then it turns into that type of shield. It's very, very cool. The Turtle Van from the Ninja Turtles. This is when I started to laugh when I was reading through your list. Uh, the ship from Treasure Planet. I have the forklift um, mech from the end of Aliens. Yeah. Uh, I have the cricket, the tiny gun that Will Smith shoots and gets shot across the thing. Yep. Um, I'm not going to say that because I got roasted. Uh, well, Jax's arms. No, from you Mortal have Kombat. to say it. I don't have to say it. I was already said. What was it? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Uh, I mean, if it was already said, he's got a point. Yeah. yeah. Frostmourne from World from, of Warcraft. Yeah. But I didn't want to get uh, taken over. Uh, Blue Falcon, Captain Falcon's uh, vehicle. Yep. Shadow of War Ring, Burger from Good Burger. I have the Mega Buster, which is Mega Man's little hand cannon. I have a Wumpa Cannon. That's what I will be calling it. From Crash Bandicoot. Fair. He already said the chalk from Chalk Zone. Goddard from hmm, Jimmy Neutron. And then I couldn't take Jordan Von Strangle's wand. And then. The Mega Man X Fist Armor. It's a secret in Mega Man X where you go and you get this upgrade and you get to do the Hadouken from uh, Street Fighter. Oh. And it's a one-hit kill. So I was going to take that, but then I took the Cybernetics and that was cooler. And finally, to wrap everything off, the Game Sphere from Drake and Josh. I have a few extras. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I was going to throw in... Uh, any other Megazord from Power Rangers. You took the Zen Kaiju, which is close enough to just be like, yeah, someone took a Megazord, but like, I was thinking about the Dino Ultra Zord. Also, like the other Morphers and stuff. Again, I took a Mobirates, which is essentially just a Mega Morpher. Mm -hmm. But I was actually shocked you didn't take a Megazord. Was... It was going to be the Dino Ultra Zord, but it got tight. <laughs> <laughs> it got tight. It got tight. 
Because, you know, the Dino Watch Resort. And I can kind of summon the Dragon's yeah, Order so already, yeah, so you it's did, fine. You t- technically, you got yeah. the Dragon's Order. I can summon the Dragon's Order already, so I wasn't worried about Because I took the Dragon Dagger. I think if we're going to let the Dragon Dagger summon the Dragon's Order, we can allow the Mandalorian armor to have the yeah. Dark Yeah. Many rule of cool things happening. Yes. Yeah. But that's fine, because there's so much stuff to take that it doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah. I know that's right. Also, I'm sure there's tons of weapons from tons of different things that we missed because there's a lot of cool shit out there. There is. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Anything else? (laughs) Did anybody struggle to come up with things? As soon as I got the ball rolling, it was like this after this after this. I had like areas where I I started going off. Like I would forget. When I started, I was able to come up with 10 things off the bat and then there was nothing for a bit. But then, like, I started to, like, I unlocked, like, the Disney's ideas, and then I, all the Disney stuff just happened. So. You know what else I was going to take? What? Capsule Corp. That's cool. From yeah. Dragon Ball. Or the Red Ribbon Army. One of the two. As, like, a base. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm taking the whole army. I just meant the base. Yeah. Uh, good. But, yeah, no. All right. Just... Yeah. We're going to wrap this up. All right. Wrap it up. Wrap it up like a... Nope. <laughs> Can't say that. There's children listening. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's the reason. Yeah. All right. Um, if you want to find me, you can not throw it over to you, Zach. All right. Uh, find me everywhere at Capsack Young. Follow the podcast at Kaiju and Comics. If you have inquiries for us, Kaiju and Comics at gmail.com. If you're looking for live music or just want to get to know me a little bit more, it's at Bobby Williams Official on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I play in South Jersey, and I'm going to start playing in Philly on September 10th. For more potting content, Pop Striker has posted an episode since the last time we posted an episode. So that, what the fuck just happened? What? Anyway, so there is more content from them. They're slowly drizzling out content very slowly. We love the soliloquy. But it's fine because... You know, we make no money off them, so it's cool. That's facts. With that being said, I believe we're all done here. Yep, that's it. I've been your Captain Comics. I've been your Kaiju Commander. I've been the Techie. And we out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we oh. did We did roast you for that. Yeah, I got roasted. What was it? It was the Diamond Sword. Yeah. I don't know anything about Minecraft, but I know. <laughs> you took probably, like, the good attack enchantment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to put too many enchantments on you guys be like, come on now. No. No, dude. Don't do it. Go all out and make it netherite, first of first all. First off, I don't care about netherite. You should. Diamond sword just looks better. Netherite is ten times more efficient than diamond. Cause it's and guess what? It's also a lot more rare. Who cares? It's not, actually. Damn, God. It, it is. One netherite, one ancient debris spawns per chunk, and you mm-hmm. need to get, like, four of them to make an ingot. Damn. From from grinding, like I never had a problem finding. Oh, yeah, but from grinding, netherite. you can get a bunch of stacks of diamonds. Uh, I never had a I never had a problem finding netherite. I've had a problem finding um, diamonds. I've never had a problem finding diamonds. Oh. And the way you grind with netherite is you blow it off, which is you know I appreciate. I don't do that. How much hours do you spend to get netherite? I don't. I, I just enchant- nuke the bottom of the never. I enchant. A pickaxe, and I just walk in a straight line. Like, go down, walk in a straight line, boom, you find it immediately.
It, it has to be on a certain level. That's cap. <laughs> oh, we don't have a hat. <laughs> no, I at least find... That's cap. 